0: on with the show. We've the, done a
1: million podcasts about cleanup time, but we'll do another one.
0: Uh, we will. I got to do a click here. There we go. Um, welcome to the childcare and bar and grill.
1: <clears throat> oh, boy. That was gravelly.
0: Oh. Yeah, I was trying to I was trying to do spooky because this is going to get released sometime in October oh. close to Halloween, but I didn't do a very good job. Let me try again. Hey, Welcome you know- to the child care bar and grill podcast. Uh, nah, that's no good. Welcome. Oh, go ahead. Oh. What? What do you want to no? finish?
1: You maybe need to do your intro. Finish your intro and then I'll tell you.
0: Okay, I'm going to leave all this stuff in. Welcome <laughs> to Child Care Bar and Grill, Jeff Johnson, coming to live from Oak Haven along the Gulf Coast with me from the wilds of Minnesota, Kristen Peterson. How you doing, Kristen Peterson?
1: Amazing. Okay, so uh-huh. my office is in an old, like 1900s, like early 1900s hospital. So like I'm on the second floor, but I'm pretty sure that it's probably haunted. Mm-hmm. And we're totally going to um, come here at night with one of those like little ghost recorder machines and we're going to like ghost hunt.
0: A ghost recorder machine. Yeah, I don't
1: know what they're called.
0: uh, Bullshit is what they're called because there (laughs) there aren't any ghosts and you can't record them with your machine.
1: People probably have died in my office.
0: Well, people have probably died everywhere.
1: I know. And also, there was probably a morgue here at one point. So, yesterday, my I mean, if it's a worker... hospital, there
0: was 100% a morgue there. If it's a full hospital, we
1: went looking for it yesterday to see if we could uh-huh. find it, but we don't really know where it was because it's all been converted to offices now. So, we kind of like, I don't know. I don't, but the, but there are places downstairs where the walls are covered in tiles. So, I wonder if that's yeah, maybe
0: the they floor tiled floor in the more and the 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 bodies and they're just scratching at the inside of the walls ready to get out mm-hmm. um i i hope you find them and set them free because um, i know i mean I, I'm yeah. On,
1: yeah i'm on a mission we're gonna we're gonna catch some ghosts in my creepy hospital office
0: i bet you're not mm-hmm. i i think the I mean, you report back when you've got a, uh, a a little jar in the back of you that's got a ghost in it. But I'm okay. pretty sure you're not going to catch a ghost. Um, mm. You you might imagine that you hear a noise that's ghost-like, but it's not a ghost.
1: Okay. Well,
0: we can agree to disagree. What yes, are we talking we sure about can. this episode?
1: I think we'll probably agree on this one though a little bit. We so I got a question from someone saying they want to know how to help young children to clean up materials before they play somewhere else why another part of that question is is it age appropriate for four-year-olds to clean up i want to hear you dissect this that first one
0: why don't why why do i get this is the third episode we've done and i've been doing all the dissecting why don't you dissect one
1: (laughs) okay Oh, okay. So, and I'll, ju- and,
0: and I'll jump in and inter- interrupt you.
1: Okay. So the first, the first one was, um, <clears throat> how <laughs> to get children to clean up materials before they play somewhere else. Well, I wouldn't make them clean up materials before they play somewhere else. Like, I, I wouldn't do that. But I know that there's people out there who want control over that, and so will force children to clean up when they're done with something so they can move on. And their argument for that generally is, well, it keeps it nice and tidy for the next child that comes along and wants to play with those things. So it's not all of them, all a mess.
0: Is there Uh, an age, is there an age at which you would want them to clean up?
1: Well, I would prefer my eight year old clean up all his shit at, at home
0: okay well okay what and so when he was three, would you have cared no. about that no when he was four I mean so what's the age?
1: yeah, what is the age? I guess it's different for everybody
0: and, what about the what about the older kids? Do they clean up after themselves
1: No like nobody Ever? does still well sometimes. <laughs> But like, no, it still takes prompting. So like my 16 year old this morning cleaned her shoes with a magic eraser on my kitchen counters. She's scrubbing the soles of them. So they were more white mm-hmm. and left. You, have you ever used a magic eraser? And then it like crumbles a little bit. and There's like little particles all over the place. So there was like all these weird crumbles Well, in the process of that, she also tipped over the squirrel's milk bottle. So there was like squirrel formula all over the counter as well. And she just left it there. And I come across it and I'm like, sailor, like you left all the crumbles from the magic eraser on the counter plus tipped over the milk and didn't even wipe it up. She's like, oh, I forgot about that. And so, like, my 16-year-old, I still have to remind to clean up. But also, her room was so horrible. Like, she didn't do any laundry probably for, like, three months. All summer, probably. She was just, like, re- She's, like, re-wearing clothes over and over and over again because she was too lazy to do laundry. Her room smelled so bad. And then finally, she just, like, got so sick of it herself that she cleaned it. But there was many times where I was like, your room is gross. Like, you need to clean it. But she still never did. She's like, it's my space. I don't really care. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'm just going to keep your door shut because it stinks so bad. Um, I don't know. So I would I would want my 16-year-old to clean up after herself, but she still needs lots of reminders.
0: Uh-huh. Um, and And look, I think part of it is even at 16... Her brain is other places. I have never been a 16 year old girl before. Um, I've known many of them. Uh, I've been a 16 year old boy before and and your mind tends to be on other things.
1: Yeah, it is And
0: cleaning your room isn't necessarily one of them. and uh, and, and, and sometimes that becomes and, and and when somebody pushes you to do it more, it also becomes a a power thing, right? Uh, yeah. That person who has power over me wants me to do this thing, and I'm going to show them that I have power by not doing it. Exactly. Um, that happens with 16 year olds. That happens with three year olds. Yes, it does. Um, and so in some situations, of uh, that that's one of the reasons we get the pushback. Um, another thing is they 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 move on to other things so quick. Um, I mean, look, scattering is is a a a play. Uh, schema and so uh, especially younger ones like the scatter things they making messes is the play yeah um, yeah now now later on and sometimes kids get to the the sorting and organizing and and they they care about that but for some kids uh, especially like two-year-olds that the making the mess is the thing and they have yes. they have limited fucks to give about cleaning it up exactly um, and and so one one thing i i i i ask in these situations is this a is whose problem is this and if i as the adult am the one that needs it to be clean then i should be the one doing the cleaning
1: yes oh i like that that's good you should be and that's when i had my program i'm like i i say i'm retired from it now um I, it was, it was the adults. Like, if you feel like that's too messy, then you get down there and clean it up. And then maybe you get, you've get you got one kiddo who sees you cleaning and might pitch in and help, even though they didn't make the mess. And sure, that's great. But that was just what we did. If we saw something that was like, I mean, stuff scattered everywhere and it was maybe like a, a hazard, could be considered a hazard, then the, the adult who felt like it needed to be cleaned up would clean it up.
0: Yeah, well, and and you mentioned Sailor got to the point where where she decided it was messy herself, and then did some cleaning. Uh, maybe took a shower. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, she, she still
1: said... cleaned herself
0: every once oh, in that's a while. good, <laughs> good. that's good. Um, but not her but... clothes.
1: Like I caught her sniffing clothes so many times. Like gross. Like if you have to sniff your clothes, you should not be wearing them.
0: Yeah, if you're gonna be a slob, go full slob. Just totally <laughs> give up on what you smell like. <laughs> um, uh, but but no, I mean even even younger kids, the three and four year olds, will uh, if you if you allow them to be the boss of when things get cleaned up, there will be there will come a point where hey, we want to build with the blocks, but the block area is so messy. There's not a there's not any open floor, or it's going to be easier to find the blocks that we need if we if we organize them then that becomes part of the activity in, in those situations. And, 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 and so they will naturally, some of them get to the point where, where they decide cleanup is, is important. The other thing I like to ask adults who who have a lot of heat, a lot of energy about cleanup time is, is take me to your house and show me your living space. Mm. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: there is a substantial look. I've I've never I've never made it in anybody's house to look.
1: That would be fun, though,
0: wouldn't it? It w- it would be very fun, I guess. Um, but but look, I mean, so, and the thing is, people have expectations for little humans that they have a hard they would have a hard time living up to themselves. Um, and they're grown yeah. ass adults, and so. I mean, my question would be if if your desk area is is a mess, and the kitchen is a mess, and your and, and and your 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 elliptical machine is uh, is also a drying rack or yes. or, or or a or closet, um, and and the garbage needs to go out, but it certainly hasn't. And if 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 there's a little bit of dried cat puke on the floor that you can tell, but that's been there for, for a week and a half, um, whatever. (laughs) Um, um, if, if, if that's the way your living space is, who are you to boss these little people around about how, how things need to be? Um, I Uh. I think adults who are going to have a lot of heat and energy over cleanup time, their spaces need to be, uh, be, be in, in good order before they, they, uh, start ranting and raving at the, at the three-year-olds. Or, or is that Definitely. just me being a dick? <laughs> I mean, no, it can be both. No. I can, I can be right, can... and I can be being a dick. I mean, it's, it could totally. be both.
1: It's fine. Um. Okay. So then, it, hash that out. But like now, the let's talk about the actual cleanup up time. So like when you actually have to clean up the whole space, so you can like lay cots out for rest time, um. How do you go about doing that with, let's say, a group of four-year-olds? Like, what's the best way to go about that?
0: Well, I think yelling and screaming until they do what they're told Yes. is probably not the best approach. I I
1: was going to say, I thought you were being facetious and we're going to say that's how we should do it. And then I was going to add, yeah, and let's add stickers and charts and behavior charts.
0: Well, I hope there's a song, too. If yes. you know, there's look all the, all the, the life, cool. uh, all the things I don't want to do in life, all the things I don't want to do in life. If there's a song, then then that makes me more makes likely so to want to do it. That makes it that makes. Mm-hmm. The, now, I mean, look, I I think if it's if things really have to be cleaned up, and and look, there are times if 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 you're in a shared space, um, yep. if you're doing family childcare and you don't want to step on Legos in the middle of the night when you go to get a drink of orange juice or. Or, or let the, the the cat out, whatever it is you do. I don't know what you do in the middle of the night, but sometimes you don't want to step on stuff. No. And you would just like your home to be your home again. So sometimes stuff needs to get cleaned up. But then then that's your need. I need things to be cleaned so I can put the cots down. You need to be the one responsible for it. Um, yeah. is, it is it likely that a percentage of the kids are going to decide to join in and help? Um, maybe, depending yeah. on the kids. But I, I mean- How often is it some sort of scenario where it's cleanup time and you start cleanup time earlier and earlier because it takes longer and longer to do Mm -hmm. it and you need to get it done before lunch and then it becomes a battle and and then the kids start pushing back because they want power and control and, and it ends up being something that just sucks up 45 minutes of the of the morning. Because you got to get that cleanup time and you need to be you you could get it done yourself in 20 minutes. And so why 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 choose the battle?
1: Exactly. Yeah. When we were when I had my program, I was teaching in the classroom, we would say five minutes and then uh, the teachers would clean furiously like we would take that five minutes and get as much done as we possibly could. Some kids would pitch in like during those five minutes if they weren't doing anything else. A lot of times lots of kids didn't. And then uh, it was your actual cleanup time. But there's always half the kids running around doing nothing. And sometimes I would say, here, go put this in the horse basket. And they would gladly take it and put it in the horse basket. If they wanted to, they'd keep running if they didn't. And then I would go to the next kid. So that's how we did it. And it wasn't... Forced.
0: Is the horse basket a basket full of horses yeah. or is it a basket full of stuff for horses?
1: No, it was a basket full of horses. Of
0: horses. Um, I mean, not real ones, right? That'd be a that'd no. be a big ass, like a plastic. Big ass basket. But uh,
1: for some reason, I don't know, we had a ton of little horses.
0: It's a lot of horses. Well, I'm sure there was other animals it, in there too. It is but... the wilds of Minnesota. Um, yeah. So I think another thing to consider is is the approach you use with kids, because if if your approach is it's cleanup time, everybody needs to help, you're likely to get some pushback from the people who don't want to help and don't think it's cleanup time because they're still playing. Exactly. Uh, if you start doing the cleanup and you happen to mention hey this is a big mess today you want to lend me a hand and it becomes a request instead of a demand or a request that that can be freely refused yeah. um my experience is there's it's it's more likely that you're going to have volunteer helpers and those volunteers look one kid who wants to help clean up is worth three kids who are doing it begrudgingly oh,
1: yeah. Or more.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Little, little Jennifer, who's, who's really into organizing and sorting, uh, because that's just what she's interested in now. She's, she's, she's a big help and she goes so quick and she's so close to the ground. She can get the stuff. You don't have to bend over so far. And so making it, making it an honest request, Hey, I've got to get this place cleaned up so we can, we can get the cots down for rest time. Uh, can you give me a hand is, is more likely, I think for, for a lot of kids to get you actual help than when it is a a forced march of drudgery.
1: Right. Okay. So now I'm going to throw another scenario at you. So you've got a program that's got great loose parts and you've got three year olds who are in the mm, trajectory stage of like earth's trajectory schema playing around with that. So they're having fun dumping out every single loose part there ever was created on that shelf. And, then you have the adult who's bothered that they're all mixed up. Um, what do you suggest for them?
0: Again, we're all responsible for our own problems. If it's your problem uh, that that there are there are ramps in with the cardboard tubes because you like the cardboard over over in this bin and you like the ramps in this one, that's that's your problem. Yeah. Uh, I, and, and and look, one of the ways we can get more help from kids and make cleanup easier is if we kind of turn down our the if we turn down the flame of pickiness. Yeah. That that some of us have for how well things I mean, look, the block areas that have the uh, the silhouettes of the different shapes of blocks and the, they need to be. Oh, my gosh. I mean, if, if the blocks need to be that organized, if that's what you need as an adult, you need to be responsible for putting the blocks there because, because if, if nobody else cares, if, if getting yeah. the, if, getting the blocks on the shelf is maybe the starting point. Yeah. Um, And, and if you can, you can lower your expectations a little bit when it comes to that kind of thing, then maybe you're going to have a little bit more um, compliance from the, the other humans using the space because, because look, I've, I've, I've seen classrooms where there is adult who, who needs all of the all of the, uh, the curvy blocks stacked uh, one on top of each other, nicely organized and the other staff don't care. And that becomes, that becomes a power struggle between, between them.
1: That that happened to me when I was teaching in a traditional program, I did cleanup time with my afternoon class and like, didn't police the truck basket. And then all of a sudden there was matchbox cars in a different basket And the other teacher in the morning pulled me aside when I got there the next day and said, by the way, can you have your kids? Can you make sure that all of the matchbox cars get in the matchbox car basket? Like we need to keep these things organized. And I was like, like, I still remember that because she called me out for like her organization issue.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Ever have anybody that needs to separate the Matchbox matchbox cars from the Hot Wheel cars?
1: Oh no. Is that, I didn't even know that was a the difference.
0: There are two different brands and I their had no cars idea. are completely different. So at least it wasn't no that idea. bad, but look, we got it. We <laughs> we, we've got. we all, and, and look, I get into this with the, uh, the self-care stuff I do too. We all have to own our own needs. If, yeah. if, if you need it to be hyper-organized, uh, oh, that was a good one. You're writing it down, huh? I know. Yeah. Yeah. And I see. Your yeah.
1: Needs, yeah.
0: There you Jeff
1: go. Johnson. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Make sure you put that on there. I'm uh,
1: writing that down.
0: Because I'm sure nobody else has ever said that. So uh, um, I'll take credit for it. Uh, <laughs> but no, look if, if you have, if you have this, this, this need for hyper organization with cleanup time, um, 2 year olds and 3 year olds and 4 year olds probably aren't going to be able to successfully meet that need for you most of the time so you either need to take responsibility for that need by by doing that level of organization of things or you need to you need to relax your expectations a little bit because the rest of us can't live up to your expectations and yeah. it, because because battling with children over this thing that they are temperamentally or physiologically um, not able to to do is just going to lead to nothing but more battles. Exactly. And so I would also throw in here that this is again another point where having having thoughtful policies and procedures that the whole program follows ah. is, is a good point because if every if if there's a a program in in the staff handbook there's a hey this is this is how we do cleanup time here either and whatever it is either we yeah. expect all the kids no matter what age they are to help with cleanup time or hey we have a more of a hands off. Um cleanup time situation, but it needs to be spelled out so everybody knows when they're hired what to expect. Because mm-hmm. then you don't have that interstaff conflict that goes on in way too many programs.
1: All oh, like so many programs. It's probably like 98%. It's
0: a fucking soap opera. It's a soap opera out there.
1: <laughs> well, and that same thing is true for like public schools. There's yeah. Every single classroom is run so different. Every single teacher follows their own things.
0: Yeah. And you don't yeah. have to
1: choose your child's teacher if they go to public school. So like you're putting them in all, I mean, that's a whole nother.
0: Yeah. And, and and listeners, as I rant and rave more about policies and procedures, I'm, I'm not talking about having everybody in, in lockstep. There are different ways to approach things, um, but having a general policy um, that says something uh, for this topic, having a general policy that says something along the lines of in in Kristen's crazy squirrel hut. Uh, preschool program uh, we believe that that children aren't necessarily uh, able to 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 master cleanup time to the level that some adults need it to be and therefore we expect adults to take a bigger role in cleanup time and have developmentally appropriate expectations of the children and then each teacher can live within within that policy has some leeway in how they approach. The fact that hey, you as the adult might have needs here around cleanup, but developmentally, not all kids are are able to manage that, and so act appropriately. However, that gets defined in your room.
1: Can you write a handbook for everybody that's just like a blanket handbook, and then like uh, put no. that out in the world? No. Ah. Oh. No. What are okay? So Jeff is asking for everybody's policies and procedures. He's going to ask mm-hmm. that at the end of this podcast episode. What are you going to do with that all?
0: I'm, I I'm building. Know? I'm building tools. Uh no, okay. Hey, listeners, this is the end of the episode. Anybody? I need copies of your policies and procedures <laughs> and forms. Uh, because I'm working on I'm working on stuff for the Playvolution HQ site. I'm I'm all about making the content, right? I'm I'm yeah. a content mind, and so so I'm working on some stuff. Uh wait, look, we're going to have a multi-hundred episode uh, series on the Bar and Grill here with my buddy Carol's working on that with me. I'm I'm building I'm building some documents to help through the process. Look, people don't know sometimes you. you Know, you got to be able to understand the difference between a policy and a procedure those are two different things and so i'm working on some stuff to help understand those uh the structure of things the whole things to ease, ease the writing process but then we're also going to put together a uh a bunch of uh policy procedure critiques where we look at existing Ooh. things and and analyze them kind of like we do on this podcast with these different topics like cleanup time and 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 think about things like how could this be more effective and what's missing here because one thing a lot of program policies and and look i've i've reviewed handbooks from 20 or 30 programs and there's a lot of inconsistency uh and and some of them you know they they talk about uh pickup time during under their curriculum heading and so there's things are disorganized and and so we're gonna we're gonna look at we're tools for making policies and procedures easier that's what we're. that's
1: amazing that's a that's gonna be really great
0: Oh, it's my life's work now.
1: Oh my gosh, you're obsessed.
0: I'm obsessed. Uh, <laughs> tell the people your website, where they go to find more Kristen. Yeah,
1: kristenrbpeterson.com. Go check it out. You can find all the things there. You can hire me to come speak. You can like do some courses. You can find my podcast there, Like all
0: the things if you need more christiny goodness in your life that's where you go uh me you can find me at explorationsearlylearning.com or playvolutionhq.com back soon with another episode thanks for listening tip your weight staff bye-bye bye-bye oh we made another podcast Woo-woo.